Viter and Shaster and Daft Sadi. Hey, my friends. Creeping up on the end of the Mesechli here. Picking up at the top of the page about a Mishnah. About a Mishnah. Zok, the Heilige Mishnah should sound familiar because we're going to see this. Uh, we saw the stuff back on Daft Pei Gimel. Misha, you know, so you have two people to marry. If one guy is married to two women, Umachar Sadeo, he goes and he sells his field. Now, remember, this field that he sells, it's Meshubat for the Ksuba, says Rashi. Right? So he sells it to someone, but. If he ends up dying, then the women can go ahead. If they get divorced, the, the first wife at least can go ahead and take the uh, take the field from the guy. But the first one writes to the lokech. This is the first one who gets married first. I got nothing to do with you. In other words, don't worry about it. This field, good sale. You got it. You keep it. Um, and as we're going to see, it's talking about it's Cole's mind that it's in his hands. When if the guy the husband dies subsequently, then the second one can go and take the field. The first one goes and takes it from the second one because she said, "I have no dinner to farm with you." And then what happens? The first one takes it from the second one. But then. The lokeach, the guy who bought it, third-party guy, he goes and takes it back from the first one because she said that I'm not going to take it from you, and now she's the cause of him not having it. And then what happens? Chazeres chalila, and it goes back and round and round in circles. We go until they make some sort of pshara, some sort of deal, because it goes from him to the second wife to the first wife to him to the second one to the first wife to him to the second one to the first him to him and so on and so forth until they go make. Some sort of deal between them to work it out. V'chein Balchov, this is also the case when it comes to Balchov. And V'chein Isha Balchov, this also applies to a wife who's a Balchov of the husband. And Ratsi says, we're going to explain both of these, what these means that I'm a base. We're going to see these last two cases. Even if she writes, I have nothing to do with you. Don't worry about it. The sale is a good sale. My husband sells it to you. But hold on one second. Why should it even work? This is Mamish, almost exactly the same as on Pei Gimel. I have nothing to do with this field. I have no business with this thing. My hand is Masuluk. It's removed from this thing. Lo Amar. Klum. He didn't say anything, and therefore the person actually can go and take from it. So then, why are we saying that the, this does work by the case of this wife in this case? What are we dealing with over here? There was a Kenyan that happened here. And since there was actual Kenyan that happened, therefore, it was it was uh, actually as effective. Right? There was, um, I think back in Pegimel, we said, you have to use Lashon and Matana, there's Lashon and Matana. But here we see there's actually Kenyan happening once as a Kenyan, therefore it works. Says Gemara, hold on a second. Even if he goes ahead and there's a Kenyan, why should that even work altogether? Maybe she'll say that, you know what? All I was doing was I was just wanting to make my husband happy because my husband wants to be able to sell his field. And it's tough to sell the field because I exist because it's Meshubah to me. And therefore, if I say this, then it's going to be easier to sell the field. And that's why I did it. Didn't we learn in a Mishnah? If you have this guy, a third party, who goes and he buys from the husband, then goes and bought, and then he bought it from the wife. In other words, she's okay with it. She goes through with it. The mechabato, the sale is actually bato. Rashi says mashmal Even during the lifetime of the husband, it's entirely bato. Rashi goes on to explain that above a basra, that uh, the gemara there tells us it's talking about one of three different types of field: either land that the husband set aside for the ksuba, and it's set up in the ksuba itself. Uh, the other one is land that he set aside balpeh. Um, in front of Adam, but it wasn't written in the Ksuba. And the third one is, is, is land that the woman brought into the marriage of Tzon Barzel. 
And what do we see? Alma, Yecholah, he, Shetomer, Nachas, Ruach. I just did it for you to make my husband happy. And therefore, why should we say over here in the type of Selah, is going to work? And for the Gemara, I'm Rabbi Zayim, Rabbi Chista, Lokasha. Ha, Rabbi Meir. Ha, Rabbi Yehuda. Our Mishnah is going in the world of Rabbi Meir. And then the other Mishnah, is, which is which we're bringing from... Um, the one we brought in from Gittin is coming from Yehuda, and this is my chokos of Gittin. The tiny one the Brisa, cost of the below. If a husband wrote to the buyer, someone wants to buy a land, he writes all shtar selling the land, but his wife was didn't sign it. Lo below, she didn't sign on. She's not in. Then he wrote selling a different field to a second guy, and his wife did go and sign on it. If the ksuba, so she ends up losing her ksuba. If there's no other free land that he has over there. What do you want from me? I bought this land, but when I bought it, I left over you. Your husband had other land he can go and take from, and therefore at the time that you should, I shouldn't have a problem to be able to walk with this land. And the the other one, what do you want? You get rid of yourself. He says, he says, I just wanted to do good to my husband. Rashi says, Minasheni Tikba. She's going to take it from the second one. Atem ma lochem alai. What do you want from me? I just did it to make my husband happy. The Rebbe, namely Rabbi Huda Nasi, when he came to write the Mishnai, so as she says, the Staminhu the Mishnai is Hacha, Bixuva Stamlon Kirby Meir, Misachas Gitten, Stamlon Mechobotel Kirby Huda. So what happens, Rebbe said, Sasam La Hasam Kirby Meir, here he made Stam Kirby Meir, Vistam La Hasam Kirby Huda, and over there he made it Stam like Rabbi Yehuda, that the Lacha goes according to Rabbi Yehuda over there. So that's why by Armish we say it actually it's going to go through. And the other one, he says, oh, no, but I just did it to please my husband. That's talking about Gittin. That's not over here. That's going to Yehuda. Amrav Papa, he gives another answer. Begrusha vidivre hakol. We're talking about a case in our Mishnah when what? When she was already divorced. And when she was divorced, then when she writes, Dinudavar, when she writes this type of thing to this guy, then obviously he's not trying to make her husband happy because they're already divorced. Therefore, goes going to everyone, even Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. Rashi is Masisa Gishasagusha Vachakach Kasvalo Lokech, Kenshiota Telokech. Avashama, answer number three, Kula Rabbi Meir. He says, Nah, the whole thing, the Gantz Spiel is Rabbi Meir, even the one in Gitten. Even there, when the Mishnah says that, no, I just did to please my husband, that could also work according to Rabbi Meir, like we're going to see now. Why is it that Rabbi Meir would say in Gitan that she's taka going to lose her ksubas? That's only when there's two buyers. The Amrila, because then we could say to her, really the reason why you signed on this is in order to make Nachas to make your husband happy. You should have done it with the first husband, the first buyer. But there's only over because if he didn't, it, clearly she she's, she wasn't okay. She didn't sign on. If you really try to make your husband happen, you would have. In fact, she didn't. Means that she's okay not making her husband happen. She really meant it. But if it's only one buyer, then I feel mayor Moda, even Rabbi mayor would be masking that the wife has a claim to say, hey, you know, I never wanted to do this in the first place. And I just didn't make my wife, my husband happy. And Armish is talking about a case. Get ready for this, Ukimta. The cost of Leila Acher, which he wrote the field to somebody else and she didn't give her consent. And then to the second one, she did give her consent. Right? She says, Kayemes, but the cause of a baal acher kodem lazeh v'lo chasma lo lazeh alo v'lazeh chasma. Here she did go ahead and she did uh, write on it. Therefore, she's not able to say that. Oh, I would have. I just did it to make my uh, my husband happy.
Viter Tananas, and we learned in the Mishnah over there. There means a Mishnah in Gittin. Ain't it from in the Chasim Mishubadim, b'makom sheish the Chasim b'necharim. That is, that if someone is, you know, the loan shark coming to collect their stuff, they can't go from Nechassim Shabbatim, that if it was sold to a third party, in a place where there's been a Chorin that's sitting right over there, ready to be taken. Even if the stuff that is uh, meant, to, that's free to be taken right now, is the Chrefti land. Remember, there's three different types of land, Ziburus meaning the um, lowest level. Idis, Bainness, and Ziburus. So this is even if it's the last, at least the Chrefti is type of land. Zok the Gemara, Ibailehu, Ibailehu. Oh, by the way, that means to say, even if he should be able to be getting bane in this, he's not able to go and take it if it was sold if there's Zibros that exists over there. Ibailehu, 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 Ibailehu. Ishtadav b'nei if the Bnei got ruined, Rashi says, after Lekuchos already took the other stuff, so now this stuff is, uh, the other property got sold, and now you have the, 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 free, the free land, the, the Bnei Charin, but it's uh, got ruined. Ma'u, the literal from Mishabdi. In such a case, can you go ahead and take from the stuff, which is, was Meshubah that was already sold? Let's try to figure this out. Toshima, 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 Toshima. Toshima. The husband writes and he sells the field to the first buyer and his wife did not sign on it. She's not masking him. To the second one and she does sign on it. She loses her ksuba. Very Rabbi Mayer. What do you mean she lost it? If there's no free stuff to get at the end of the day, why? Because you can't get a ksuba from any one of these people. First one will say, Hey, I left you stuff over. And the second one said, Hey, you owe me this page, this, this document. I'm good. Mayor, now, if you want to say that if you have the free stuff, if it got all ruined, Tarv Mishabde, you're able to go take from stuff that's Mishubad, Nihid Ibdak Mishani. Okay, fine. So she lost it from the second guy. You take me, but she should be able to go ahead and get it from the first one. Rashi explains why. What's pshat over here? Shireen is kalkel zchusa b'makom sheiniachla legat ligbos because the zchusa was left for her to buy from ended up getting ruined, getting um, ruined, so to speak. Bavli kishtaduf. It's like it's uh, like it like it's the same type of matzav of the field getting ruined. That is, when he sold it to the first guy against her will, the guy was saying, hey, you have another field that's sitting over there that's ready for you to go. That field ended up getting ready to, to, to be ready to go. That field now um, became ruined, so to speak, right? The one that was eventually sold to the second buyer. Um, so now she wants to she could take from the first one. Yeah, we don't see she can get it from that first guy over there. Therefore, it must be that even the field gets ruined, he can't get it. It says, not my Ibda, what does it mean in the Bryson when it says that she lost her ksuba? It means Ibda Mishani. I mean, she lost it from the second one. She can't take it from the second one. Whoa. But she is able to take it from the first one. She have no raya from that particular example. So all that meant the Ibda means from the second person. Um, Rav says nine state shoes with There's two ways I can knock that off. Firstly, because it says ibda, it implies that it's ibda entirely. So don't don't I don't buy that, and therefore we go hadra teruza leduchta. We go back to the to that teruza to say this is a good buy now. To say that you're not allowed to get it from that person once your field is lost, it's lost. For Otanya. Lava mina echad, and not only that, but Abraisa teaches us that if someone borrows from somebody, 
And then what does he do? He sells his property to two people. Okay, so I borrow from you. And I, and I owe you money. And then I go out and I sell my, all my, my stuff to two people. And then you, who's the Balchov, you can come get it from me. You go right to, right to the, the second guy that I, sell, that I sold it to. I got nothing to do with you, right? So you, who is listening to this year right now, you say, I got nothing to do with that second guy who bought it. There's nothing on the first one either. Because the first part can just say to him, he knocked I left your place to go take from. So you can't come and take against me. So similarly, we say, well, we learn from this Brisa that a woman who gave up her right to collect the ksuba from the second buyer cannot then go and collect it from the first buyer. It's still not a raya. You know what to tell us that he can go ahead. That, that you can't go and take from the other person. Why? Because in that case, what does he do? He brought it upon himself. He gave up the right from going and taking from the second buyer. That's you. You decided to take from the second buyer. So you mess yourself over. But that doesn't prove that the same would be true in a case of we have nechassim that were, that were free that ended up getting messed up on their own. Maybe then you would taka be able to go ahead and take from the other person. So we're still left with our question. Can you go ahead and take from the sold property if the free property that was Ziburis ended up getting ruined? She comes and he says, as follows, beep, turn the page. What do you mean? This stuff happens all the time. What does that mean? Happens all the time, says Rashi. When the field gets ruined, go ahead. And buy it from the stuff. Uh, you, when the free stuff gets ruined, you go take it from the person who bought it from them. You taka can go and take it from them. Story time to show to prove this point. There was a guy who lent somebody money. So let's say, I lend you money, okay? Now you, in in order to pay me back, instead of paying me back, you say, you know what, listen, I have a pardes, I have a, a, um, a vineyard. And go ahead, for 10 years, you can go and take produce from the vineyard in order to pay back that which I owe you. Say, great, fantastic. After, Kash, sorry, Kash, Rosh says his kin. It got old, like, uh, yeah, it got old after five years, and it wasn't producing anymore. And now I'm like, oh, I want my money back. So what happens? I go in front of the Rabbanon, and I say, and I, I need, uh, there was stuff that was free at the time that I had, uh, that, that I ended up deciding to take the land. And now that stuff is gone because he sold it, and I want to go take it from this person. And they wrote a tear for me to be able to go and do such a thing. So we see my Simcholyom. And they go ahead, and when the free property gets ruined, then I can go and take it from something that was a Meshubah that was sold to a third party. Says, well, that's not necessarily a good raya. Why? Because the people, the third parties that bought, the Lokech, Shalok, Hashem's Lokech, Shalok, Sadam, Yad Zeh, Shamashkin, Kerem, Yizabai, Chayas, Lokhoyas, Yuchanim, Yuchanim. He messed himself over this third party because. When I don't forget, I'm the guy who lent you the money, and now I'm taking from your vineyard. This third party, Bob, ended up buying your other land. He knew that I had this vineyard sticker going on, and he knew that it could get messed up, and then I'm going to come for him. So, therefore, Kevin have the other the have the kish, and it makes sense that they get older. That's what happens. Um, that's what's going to happen. So, lo evil, lo lemizban. You shouldn't have ended up buying in the first place. The fact that you did, you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. You're going to lose it. So, if you don't have a raya. The Gemara comes to a final answer. It says, That if the free stuff gets messed over, it gets ruined, then they can go and take it from the stuff that's mishabadim, that was sold 
to the third party. Amar Abaye. Amar Abaye. Let's say we're dealing with the case. Rashi says we're dealing with a woman who's a penuya. She's not married yet. And some guy says to a woman, he says, my nechassim, my property is going to go to you. And after you, it's going to go to Plony. It's going to go to somebody else. In other words, after you die, it's going to continue on to somebody else. She gets up. She gets married. Her husband becomes a lokeach. Automatically becomes like he's the buyer. And there's no, it doesn't continue on to anyone. So whoever that plony was afterwards doesn't end up getting anything because the husband is as if he bought it and therefore it does not left over to go on to someone else. Now, this is a Gemara. Come on, who is this like? Kihai Tana goes according to the following Tana. The Tana was Tana Brisa. Somebody says, my property is going to you, and after is going to plony. Yorit Harishu no Machar, if the first one that got it went and sold it, the second one can go and take it out of the hands of the Lukuchos. Divri Rebbe. Azai Guzok Rebbe. Clearly, that's not who we're going like here. The Shani only gets that which is left over from the Rishon. And since the first one ended up selling it before he ended up dying, nothing's left over. Therefore, Abaye is going in the world of Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. Hold on one second. Is this really true? Abayi says this. Farmer Abayi, but no Abayi says, Eizahu Rasha Arum, who is considered a cunning and conniving type of uh, Russia. The Gemara in Sota is a Mishnah in Sota that goes and speaks about these type of people via Russia Arum, which is very bad things that the world gets destroyed because of it. And this is one of these cases. Zehamasi Eitzelim Korbinachasim is a person who gives advice to the first person who gets this type of gift in order to sell it, like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel said that you could do such a thing. So why would a baye go ahead and go along with this type of shtickel if it's going to bring destruction to the world? And for the Gemara, Mika Amitina say, is a baye saying she should get married in a way that the husband will then be getting the property and then he'll be able to get out of having to give it. Nisei's comment says, if she ends up getting married, then that is what's going to happen. But he's not saying that this is what should be set out, lechatchila, to go ahead and do such an act, which would be a negative effect in the world. Another case. If someone goes to a woman, it says, all men should go to you. And then afterwards, they're going to go to a plony. Rashi says, We're talking about where he's talking to a married woman here. And she goes and sells the property at Umesa. And then she ends up dying. The husband can go and take the stuff from the Lukukos. Why? Because he's considered, the way Rashi says it is, that he's considered the lokeach rishon. The plony person who's supposed to get it after her can go and take it from the hands of the husband. Rashi says, That's only, when is it true that we say that the, the plony guy doesn't get anything when it goes to the husband? That's only if it's talking about there's a penuya at the time and then she got married. Someone else is going to be called it, not your husband. So, and then the buyer can take it from the one from from the plony. 
And then we're going to leave all of the Nechassim by the Lokeach. The Gemara is going to ask the obvious question now, which we should ask quite a bit earlier in the Gemara when we saw this type of case where it goes from one to two to the, to the, to the first guy to the second guy and it keeps going in circles. Why is it any different than which we learned in the Mishnah? That it goes in circles until they make some sort of pshar, some sort of compromise. So here also, because the husband can collect it from the buyer, like a buyer said, that it should just keep repeating itself this cycle until they go and they work out some sort of pshar. So why is it we keep it by this person employed by the buyer? Says There by the Mishnah, all of them are going to end up losing out. Over here, it's only the Lukech, the one who paid the money, the buyer, who's going to end up losing out if he doesn't get it. That is, if you take a look at the Mishnah again, the two women are Odek Suba by the Baal, and the buyer spent money to be able to get this uh, this stuff. So each one is going to end up losing something if they don't get it. When it comes to this case we just brought now with Abaye, the husband and the one who's going to get the plony is going to get after the woman. They're not, they're not owed any money. They didn't spend any money. They're not losing out. But only the buyers didn't spend the money. He's going to lose out. So the basin goes ahead and they, they don't uh, go ahead and try to take it away. They don't take it away from him. Raphim, when he taught this whole thing in front of Ravashi, and he says, Did Abai really say this? Did he say that uh, the, the guy can go and take it from the husband afterwards, that uh, plony guy? said, In a case where a person says that my stuff should go to you and after it's to plony, um, the Venice, if she gets up and gets married, he becomes a little kechabi. He doesn't get anything. So he says back to him, like Rashi already brought up, like we saw already earlier, that Abai is talking about the case when she was, when she was a Pnu and she wasn't married in such a case. She's already married and therefore, um, uh, no, he gets to keep it. So what's he saying when he gets married, when he, when she's uh, married already? Someone else is going to be konet, but your husband is not going to be konet. Now, the Mishnah ended up with two statements. One is v'chin ba'al choven, and this is also going to be with the ba'al choven, also with the woman who's getting her ksuba. What's going on here? Tana, we looked at the price of v'chin ba'al chov u'shnei l'kuchos, v'chin isha ba'alos chov u'shnei l'kuchos. These two cases are being like another circular cases that go on. So the first one is talking about you have these two guys, Ruvain and Shimon. Okay, so now Ruvain lends a hundred zuz to Shimon, let's say. And then what happens? Shimon, he now owes money to Ruvain. And Shimon has two fields, and he sold them to two different people for 50 zuz each. Ruvain then goes ahead and he says, you know what? Didn't I'm not going to take from the second guy. But he's not giving up the whole Sheba. He's just giving up from taking from that second guy. What ends up happening now? Ruvain can only get it, go get it from the first guy, the first guy who bought. And then what does he do? He goes and he does it. You know, and then what happens? At that point, Ruvain, now is one field, still owes, he's still owed 50 Zos. He lost his field, the other guy. So what does he do? The first buyer goes and collects the field from the second buyer because he bought it on a Chariah, said he's not going to lose out. Then what ends up happening? That field now is is connected to a shibud from Shimon, um, because Reuven didn't give up on the lien, like we said. And then what happens is Reuven now uh, is goes to collect the fifty zuz that's owed to him. The second buyer though takes the field back from Reuven because Reuven has said he's not going to take his 
debt from Shimon's field, and what happens? They keep going in circles and circles till they make a pshara. Now we have the pretty much the same case we said before, except for the fact that it's the woman now who takes the place. Um, uh, the wife now wants to get paid for the ksuba owed to her, and essentially just fill out the same circumstances. A woman has a husband. The husband sells the two fields to two guys. And the two fields together equal the amount that he's made for the ksuba. The woman then goes out and she's dinner the varim uh, to the second guy. I'm not going to take from you. I'm not relinquishing her rights, though. Then she goes and takes some of it from the first guy. The first guy then takes from the second guy. The woman then takes the rest of the ksuba from the second field. And then the second buyer goes and takes it back from the woman. And it goes in circles until they come to some sort of pshara. Wow, wow, we were hajan Allah, Misha Hayu, no soy. Ain't you la la la? You know what I mean? I guess, my friends, let's go back to Daft Sadi, Misha Hayu, no soy. Says a Mishnah, Sadi, Omid Aleph, Misha, no soy, stay in us, or preserve to women. We say, Shadow, good of the Shnia. We are saying, Shadow, good of the Shnia. Okay, we're Yotzah Zion. My friends, we're going to stop over here. I want to wish all y'all a great, great day.